Welcome everybody to the Sonoma Spiel. This is Tim from Sonoma Valley. So glad you're joining us. And uh, today I have a very special guest. I say it every week, but this time I really mean it. A very special <laughs> guest this week live in Sonoma Valley. I've got Heather Irwin. Heather, why don't you say hello and introduce yourself to us, please? Hi, I am Heather Irwin. I am the dining editor for Sonoma Magazine and the Press Democrat. Nice. And the Press Democrat, just to give it, also is owned by the same company that owns the local paper here, the Sonoma Index Tribune. Correct. Um, and La Prensa Sonoma. La Prensa. Okay. And the Petaluma Argus Courier. Oh, yeah. The old, uh-huh. and, the old pack. And also the Gazette now. The Gazette. Oh, yeah. The Sonoma County Gazette. Mm-hmm. Is it only a matter of time before... Uh, we're all owned by Sonoma Media Investments. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I know I am owned by them. So <laughs> You are. And that is a good thing because I love my job. You do. Now, what, okay, so what is your job? You're at Sonoma Magazine, Press Democrat. Mm-hmm. What, what do you do? What do I do? Yeah. Um, pretty much I just eat and drink for a living. It's not <laughs> also like the rest of Sonoma. <laughs> <laughs> true, true that, true that. Right. Um, you know, that's pretty much what I do. Um, when there's new restaurants opening, when there's old restaurants that we want to revisit, uh, food trends, um, okay. just all kinds of fun things, because that's really what we do here. So um, I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of really cool chefs and to have a lot of really good food. And so are you yourself a trained chef? <laughs> no. No, you're not a chef. No, I am not a chef. Um, in fact, I am a trained journalist. Okay. Um, I have a master's degree in journalism. Oh. And I have been a journalist for many, many years. But I started out doing cops and courts and mm. all the stuff that cub reporters do. Um, and I didn't really land in food journalism um, until much later in life. Okay. Uh, yeah. When were you got, working already at the Press Democrat before you got the food beat? Like, were you the cops reporter? No. Okay. So the funny story about that is that my real, real, real job at the Press Democrat is that I am a digital creative manager. So I okay. help design the websites and various other things. So that's my real, real job. That's right, what I get right. paid to do. Got it. Um, so I was actually hired as a producer um, okay. back in 2006 to work on the website. Uh, um, so, okay. and then my boss was like, Hey, there's these new things called blogs. Right. Um, uh, why don't you start the first blog at the press Democrat? And I said, okay, what should I do? And she said, how about food? Cause I had covered food at the Bohemian briefly. Okay. okay. I said, sure. Why not? And thus, Bike Club was born. Bike Club. So it's Bike Club or Bike Club Eats or Bike Club. Mm, bike Club Eats because I couldn't get the BikeClub.com. I've been trying to get that URL for Who so owns long. It right now? Is it some some like I don't know. It's like up somewhere? and down, on and off. Anyway, really? so yeah, so um, yeah, so I, that's why how I started my blog, which okay. turned into a column, which turned into many other things that I am fortunate enough to do. Yeah, because what what I like about what you're writing is it's not so much like this is how you make a souffle or something. It's <laughs> it's it's not about cooking it's the business of food and restaurants Mm -hmm. and what's happening behind the scenes Mm -hmm. more than just you know how to cook right exactly and i also say that i don't write reviews i'm not a critic um because i kind of would rather be a cheerleader for restaurants Mm -hmm. and if i don't like something then i don't write about it and i know you know a lot of of omission yeah a lot of critics are you know they like to be harsh and whatever but i always say that being mean to restaurants in sonoma county is like kicking a puppy like it's just mean (laughs) it's just hateful and and we're a small region and i have to live here right so as you know from the town of sonoma which is very 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 insular and everybody (laughs) knows everybody's business there's a reason they call it the island 
island. Yes, I, literally, it, it, the it is. It is. It, it's its own place right, for sure. Right. Um, so yeah. So I have to live here. So you know, I look for the good in in everything I do, and I like to say I tell the stories of food. Right. Okay. Okay. So you tell the stories mm-hmm. of food and how it's connected and what's happening. Mm-hmm. And people really don't realize that I am not the greatest cook. I it, I find cooking rather dull. Wouldn't that be though? That's probably smart though for someone who's in the restaurant watching business. Mm-hmm. Like if you were a great cook, I would you'd be at home out. cooking. Right. Right. And you'd have all sorts of weird little whisks. And wi- yes. This, I'm whisks. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know what you're doing I'm right chopping there, and whisk- whisking at the same chopping time. Chopping and whisking. It's like yes. a Ginsu whisk mm-hmm. knife. Although I am obsessed with good knives. Are you really? I have really good knives. So there's people who are making knives in Sonoma County now. I know. I, I read about that. Yeah. And I don't know how like they stamp it. And they do, I mean, they do stuff with it. Right. Uh, one guy works at a bike shop in Windsor, makes knives. Another guy uh, down in Petaluma makes knives. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably someone who works for Sonoma Media Investments or will soon when they buy them out. Right. Uh, that makes, makes knives. knives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's quite the thing. Do you collect knives? I do. I do. I have, a, I have quite a collection right now, um, except sometimes uh, my husband puts one in the dishwasher. Oh, yeah. I've caught my spouse, my wife, I won't say her name here, but I'm like, I, cause I, I like knives mm-hmm. and I bought one in Japan. I went to mm-hmm. Japan in Tokyo. There's a street just for some reason that's all knives. Nice. And I went there and, you know, found, I'm sure it's like a total tourist thing, but I, I found the right knife for me. Mm-hmm. And once I got it out of the dishwasher after it had been run and oh. I was like, what is going on here? I mean, I think a samurai made this knife, right? At least that's what I was told. Maybe probably not true. <laughs> But yeah, so it probably was true. Thank you. Yes. Why would a tourism promotion person lie? They, they never do. Why would they? They never do. So you have all these knives. Do you have mortars and pestles too? And I like- do. I mean, I have all this stuff and I actually do like to cook when I have the time and the energy, but you know, I was a single mom for 14 years and had to make breakfast, lunch and dinner for two kids. And after that, you kind of lose the excitement. You know, you kind of go. <laughs> thrill is after gone. <laughs> the thrill is gone after making scrambled eggs right. for so many years. You're just kind of like, yeah, I'm over it. But um, yeah, but I, I'm actually learning to cook more now because because of my job, mm-hmm. I'm on an anti-inflammatory diet. Are you really? So when I'm not working, FODMAP, low FODMAP, whatever it's called. Yes, F-O-D-M-A-P. it's it's really FODMAP. it's it's a bummer, but it's actually really teaching me a lot about food. I went into Safeway the other day to go grocery shopping, and I looked at the shelves, and I said, I literally can't eat ninety percent of what's on the shelf. I've got a family member. Mm-hmm. We have a very special diet, and it's insane how we've gotten at squinting at ingredients. Oh my gosh! And like yes. so, like soy is on it and everything. Yes, right. And so uh-huh. we can't do soy, and so we're just like like right. it's crazy. Like potato chips. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the longest time, there was a brand of potato chips that. It was just like safflower oil or something great. Mm-hmm. And then one day we just noticed, because like my daughter wasn't feeling well. I'm like, what's going on? Her chips said safflower or soybean oil. Oh, no. But they don't change. You know, you got to yeah. be like super attentive to that stuff. You have to. And, and, and the amount of sugar that's in everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's just, it's discouraging. <laughs> if you ever try to do the whole 30 or one of those diets, you're supposed oh, to eat sugar. It's exhausting. They're like, you can have water and like bison meat. <laughs> you're like, okay. And, and like a whole bunch of cruciferous vegetables. <laughs> oh, boo. Oh, cruciferous vegetables. Oh, lots of, lots of cauliflower. Uh, well, let me ask oh, here, Sonoma Valley. Let's get mm-hmm. to here. A lot of restaurants, a lot of food here. Great food what, here. What, when I promote Sonoma Valley, I talk about wine country cuisine. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you what you think wine country cuisine is? What it is? <laughs> what is wine country cuisine, or that's, what what defines the food here? 
that's a really hard question because I think everybody thinks of it a little differently. Mm. In the past, it was sort of this cal atal, mm. you know, kind of food that was fresh and local and farm to table and all that kind of good stuff. Mm. I think that's still really the basic idea. But I know that a lot of our chefs really do try to do that farm to table, right? Literal farm to table. They Actual go and, farm, not Cisco I mean, farm to table. Yes, but a literal farm with a farmer. I, it's tough when you see some of the chefs who call their stuff farm to table and you see the Cisco truck pull up. Not that I'm against Cisco. I mean, right. you know, they provide a needed service. But, right. you know, we're talking about that versus people who are literally going to the farms and, right. and talking to the farmers and getting food from their farmers. And that to me is so different because you forget when you live here mm. how amazing our food is. Like your kids are spoiled. Uh, yes. Kids in Sonoma County mm-hmm. don't know how good they got it because, you know, it's not a big county. The, the, like this no, town, what we're in right now, yeah. 8,000 people. Right. This valley, right, it's like twenty five to 30,000 people. If, if you go to that same spot in some other place, your choices are like Applebee's mm-hmm. or Applebee's or like Outback Steakhouse or what? Cracker that's Barrel. Dying, crackle yeah. barrel. That, that's your choices. A lot choices. of fast food. Yeah. And, and even though that's an option. Mm-hmm. A lot of that food is just like super salty, super processed, mm-hmm. not that healthy. Right. And then here you got chefs like down the street who are like, no, this food is, yes, it's meat, but it actually comes from an animal that was raised humanely down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and these vegetables are <laughs> right. from the farmer's yes. market, right? Yes. Totally My different. children played with that pig and, you know, his name was Fred and he led a good life and <laughs> we fed him acorns one, every one Saturday. Bad day. One bad day. One bad day. That's what Dusky um, says. <laughs> yes, Dusky one bad day. Us. Yeah, the one bad day. company and uh, they have their food truck. They yeah, have the, they the Black Piglet. And, of course, she's the new executive director of Farm oh, yeah. to Pantry. Farm to Pantry. Which we're also, so there's Farm to Pantry, which mm-hmm. does great work, and people can come here and they can glean mm-hmm. extra food, uh, mm-hmm. and then it gets donated to pantries, and it's mm-hmm. helpful food and things like that. Mm-hmm. You're also, we're doing a side thing here, you're also the executive director or the founder or something. Founder, no longer executive director. Okay. Thank what, goodness. Tell me, what's the name of this group that you are part of? What, who uh, are these people? Yeah, thank thank you. Um, Sonoma Family Meal um, was founded in 2017 um, because of during the fires, all the chefs were coming to me saying, "Hey, how can we help all these folks that are don't have a house anymore, right. don't have a kitchen?" Um, so they were coming to me, and I said, "I don't know. We can't take it to." to the Red Cross. We can't take it a lot of places because mm. they are pretty careful about the food that's coming in. Right. Um, so I just opened, uh, I oh, I didn't open it, but uh, John Franchetti yeah. uh, from Franchetti's in Santa Rosa opened his kitchen for me. Uh, food just started pouring in and we repackaged it so people could take a really nice complete meal with them anywhere they were, who they were staying with. And it was already cooked meals. Yeah, it was already cooked meals. So, you know, we had, it was really interesting to see what came in. So Some things were already made. So um, one of the fun ones I like to talk about is Kyle Connaughton from Single Thread, Mm -hmm. Three Michelin Stars, um, walked in in 2017 with pans of lasagna. Mm. I mean, you know, I almost I almost died. I was so excited. I was like that 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 that's that Kyle guy. He's really famous, right? Like a big old pan of lasagna. Oh my gosh! And I wanted to try his lasagna so badly, but you know, we couldn't eat eat it because we were just like, no, we have to get away. But um, so that's how it started. And through all the fires and through um, COVID, mm. actually, we we worked with a lot of restaurants, mm. including some here in town. We mm. worked with Girl in the Fig and we worked with Picasso. Um, we had them cooking food for people that were in need mm. right mm. here in Sonoma. So um, we actually paid $1.2 million out to restaurants throughout the county awesome. and kept a lot of people working. So it, it yeah. was like a, a good match, Heather, of like restaurants were in crisis. 
Mm-hmm. Right. During COVID, it mm-hmm. was like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's weird to think about, but mm-hmm. like I go back to my emails like, oh my God, do you remember? Like everything was falling apart mm-hmm. and it was like crisis after crisis after crisis. So restaurants didn't have any customers. Then there are people who had lost their jobs. Right. And, and a lot of people who run their own business don't have the same protections that people work for bigger companies. Mm-hmm. So you were providing food to them and also keeping those restaurants in business. Right. That was a huge, huge thing. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was tough. And, you know, I think that's it's really important to, to recognize that there is a large uh, group of individuals um, in our county who work in the vineyards and mm-hmm. who um, do a lot of the manual labor and mm-hmm. who are not seen. Right. No, right. And Absolutely. they're also, these folks are usually afraid to go to get, you know, food and handouts because right. they're afraid that somebody from immigration might be there. And right. so we've really targeted, um, really targeted that, that population as well, because it's just, it's painful to see how little help mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they get. And then how the, the fear, of, the fear, just the daily help, fear and about. even having uh, an entire family, you know, a large family with multi-generational stuck in a house. Everybody's got COVID. How are you supposed to feed yourself? Right. You right. know, so that that was a really scary and difficult time. I'm glad we're kind of getting through it. Um, and you guys have a space now, right? You're not like we do. We stealing do stealing spots from kitchen. No, anymore. we've had, actual, I think, kitchen. like at least eight different kitchens that we've borrowed okay. from people so but when they wanted kitchens. them bad they wanted them back <laughs> by the way Heather I have to make money to feed people right? yeah so actually you know, run a business and enjoy our kitchen until we need it back um, mm. so we've actually built a kitchen a 3,000 square foot kitchen in Pataluma 3,000 square feet it's huge um, it's a brand new everything's wow. brand new um, it used to be Anna's seafood okay so sometimes there's a little bit of a low tide smell um, we've tried very hard to get it out but you know it kind of reminds us of where you we come from hands, get fish out, so yeah it's, it's I mean, you know but it's, it's, it's a beautiful kitchen and we're already starting to use it we're um, doing some some local uh, feeding of families and oh, yeah so it's just it goes on and on but we do have a new executive director so okay, it frees me up so you can get back to Writing your other thing, right? So restaurants. I'm, I've got here. This is the Sonoma Feast section. This comes out Wednesdays mm-hmm. in the Press Democrat. Mm-hmm. And I think yes, you does. often have a uh, bike club in here. Is no, right? no uh, bike clubs usually on Sunday. Sunday. Sorry. Yes, okay. the feast. You've, you've had articles in here. I've I've had some. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. The, what I want to bring up though is why do we have so many food writers here compared to like other places? Think about this, like New York or not New York, let's use like a smaller, we have like five different food writers. We do. We have a lot. Other places don't have, they have like one food writer who's also the movie critic who also (laughs) covers the night cops, right? Like, I'm not joking. It's true. But you know, when I started BD, our only restaurant writer was uh, Jeff Cox and he was a freelancer. But he still, he writes garden slash food stuff now. Yeah, he does. And he lives in Kenwood. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. But um, we just lost Diane Peterson. Um, She retired. Oh, okay. God, the way you said that. No, no, no. She didn't. She she just retired. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, she retired. Um, So she's a great appetizer in the sky. Yeah, no, no, no. But it's, it's, it is interesting how many people we have writing about food, but it wasn't always that way okay um but you know who who doesn't want to write about food in sonoma county there's just so much to write about no there is i, I saw and michelle anna jordan wrote one about mayonnaise which i love because i'm like you know it's kind of funny because it's like people you you can write about something that's so quotidian so like boring and mm-hmm. make it interesting because you don't really think about it right, right? remember those books about salt you know like, yeah salt and people are like no do you ever really think about salt Exactly. And, and, and dive into it and what's your mm-hmm. um, So a deep dive into mayonnaise. 
literally and like how to make mayonnaise and i thought i never i don't give any thought to mayonnaise but i remember you write a while ago about japanese mayonnaise oh yes like cupy mayonnaise, mayonnaise. Like you wrote this whole thing about it mm-hmm. and i i didn't i try it it's great it is it is really really good it's not inexpensive no it is not but it's so cute because it comes in like a little cupy doll <laughs> um, <laughs> jar bottle right and the chefs love it right. love 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 because it does have this like kind of creamier different flavor but most chefs will tell you that uh-huh. if you're going to use mayonnaise it has to be best foods only best foods mayonnaise not Hellman's well, oh, is that the same company? You must Wait. have lived uh, somewhere on the East Coast because it's called Hellman's. Oh, thank you. On the East Coast and Midwest. Right. Okay, right. Okay, and it's called Best Foods it's, out here. Thank you. Uh-huh. What's the other Miracle Whip? That's oh. not mayonnaise. <clears throat> really? <clears throat> is Miracle Whip not even made out of eggs? I don't even know what it is. It's okay. so disgusting. Is it like um, like wall spackling has gone bad? And we can't say anything because we're probably going to get a. Is it Unilever? Who's going to send me a I, I don't know. I don't care for I don't care for it. And I can tell if someone has used Miracle Whip in like just a second. I'm like, that has Miracle Whip. I will not eat it. Done. Okay. Done. So. Done. No. Forget it. Okay. There's also a guy. I think. Did you write about it? Uh, the guy from Sebastopol making like a Japanese style barbecue sauce? Um, oh, um, I, I'm going to say it wrong, but yeah. ba- Bonchins? Yeah, Bonchins? Like I, oh my gosh, I love, love, love. It's a recipe from his grandmother, yeah. um, sort of passed down. It's sort of a soy sauce, kind but it's sweet. sweet. Tangy, it's got a spicy. sweet and tangy. They have I, a I spicy. The spicy one. They have a spicy. Have you tried the yuzu one? Okay, we're going to talk about yuzu. Okay. <laughs> no, I have it. The yuzu one it. is fantastic. Is I put it on everything. It's okay. so, so good. I put that on everything. I put it on everything. <laughs> um, there's a lot of people who make food products in Sonoma County. We have a ton of producers here in Sonoma yeah. County, and we don't, I personally get really upset because I don't think we cover them nearly mm. enough as mm. much as we should because there really are, I mean, national brands right, that are, are, kind of are located here. here. Then, mm-hmm. Well, even like... um. Like Amy's Kitchen started here. Right. Which is the food. Yeah. Right. Wow. Amy's Kitchen. We've got like Sonoma Brinery. We've got Miyoko's Creamery. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She makes all the, wait, the cashew stuff. The, the not dairy uh, cheese and butter. Thank you. Actually, the butter is, it good? is solid. Is it made out of cashews or something? Um, it's made out of different I sorts. get her in here. I don't think it's cashews. But okay. It, um, actually, an interesting thing that they're trying to do is get people locally, farmers, to grow ingredients locally for mm. their non-dairy okay. dairy. Okay. <laughs> their cheese and butter <laughs> and all those good things. Um, Which we also have a lot of. Dairy, like Clover oh. Sonoma. Love is here, and I mean the cheese. It's so good. The cheese. I mean that's been the hardest thing for me trying to pull back from all the delicious food. Mm-hmm. Cheese is one that I just can't give up. Yeah, so cheese isn't really dairy, right? Because like if people say they have to give up dairy, but I guess they'll eat cheese, right? Is that especially burrata? Is that dairy? Is it? It is. It's, oh, it's so good with the fresh is. tomatoes right now. Oh, it's, um. So awesome. burrata is. A magical thing. Yeah. So it's the mozzarella ball that's filled with cream. And you're right. With tomatoes season, I know we're both just like I know it's slight little dribbles are coming out. Market up the road. Oh my gosh. It is it's a very special thing. Um and with local olive oil. Oh yeah. I mean that's true. Like McAvoy Ranch is out the road mm-hmm. here. We got Fagonis here, we got the olive press. Mm-hmm. We are spoiled here. Yeah. This is why we have twenty five food riders. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I go back to the Midwest, which I try to do as infrequently as possible, um, you just... But you're all welcome to come visit. 
Yes. Hey, it's where I'm from, and I think okay. Midwesterners where, are salt of the from? earth. Um, all over. Okay. But, um, are you like an army brat or something? Uh, my dad was a project engineer, so oh, okay. I've moved 36 times in my life. But um, <laughs> St. Louis, I went to college in Ohio. Okay. My first newspaper job was in Youngstown, Ohio. Oh, young. My oh. wife did her... So I went to the school in the Midwest, and she did one of her PT rotations there mm-hmm. outside of Young outside of Youngstown. Mm-hmm. And we were visiting her. I'm like, "Oh, I've heard of Youngstown. Let's go. Let's go check it out." We should have gone to Cleveland. That's Youngstown's tourism thing. You should have gone to Cleveland. You should have gone to Cleveland. <laughs> Although it has a fascinating history as a, as a mafia hotspot. No, when we were there, the entire sheriff's department was indicted. Like they just they like sense. you're all everyone. Let's go. Yeah, because they were exactly. Evidently doing other things. Other yeah. Than yeah. Things. On your way from New York to Chicago, you'd stop over in Youngstown. They'd hook you up you with whatever you need. Use the bathroom, whatever. But that's their claim to, fr- to, fame, to fame was having a mafia. Right, so I'm sorry. There. You're saying when you go back to the Midwest. When I go back to the Midwest, um, it really becomes very obvious mm-hmm. that the food here is extraordinary. And, you know, a lot, not to say that there aren't some excellent restaurants everywhere and ex- people mm-hmm. who really care about food, but not like here. It's I, just so different. We've talked about that because I, I talked about an earlier podcast how the Midwest literally has like 30 feet of beautiful black soil. Like better soil, mm-hmm. like it's rich depending mm-hmm. where you are. Mm-hmm. But then there's there's a, a lot of factory farms and right. commodity farming, probably because that made money at the time. And, exactly. And the way things were set up. It's all soybeans and corn. Right. And like a lot mm-hmm. of it's used for silage or for oil or mm-hmm. things like that. But, mm-hmm. but they could, and I bet you 120 years ago, did eat the local... You know, ethos, right? Like the grandparents did. Absolutely. And I think that's the thing that's so funny is that, you know, our our grandparents ate really healthy, really good food. And then that became what the poor people ate. And the rich people got (laughs) all the processed food. That's That's for poor people. Yeah, exactly. No, that's healthy. And it's from the backyard. Right. And you can grow it easily. But it was more fun to get the things in cans and, you know, the things that would magically do magical things when you put them in the oven. Or or ease of ease of cooking. Ease of cooking. Whatever the reason. I mean, um, you and I grew up when cheese was like Velveeta or like Cheese Whiz or something in a can. Yeah. Or Jellos that were just. I weird. still love uh, Kraft American Singles, so I can't. It does make the best grilled cheese. It does. And, you know, it's grilled, also really good cheese food. in eggs. You know, I do have plenty of embarrassing places that I like to eat. Right. You know, like. I'll eat at McDonald's from time to time. Oh, really? I know, and people are just Their fries like, are famous. the worst that's, I mean, that's person. No. Um, you know, I, at Burger King, I love me a good classic chicken sandwich. But a lot of it is <laughs> how you grew up. My par- We went to McDonald's a lot as a kid. I referenced and to so- a, a younger kid about orange drink from McDonald's. <gasps> a Starbucks kid. He's like, oh, the lemonade here is so sweet. Yeah. Like, oh, I bet you it's like the orange drink from McDonald's. And he gave me the blank look. I'm like, you know, orange drink. Orange drink. That was a big deal. Yeah. And it was orange drink that tasted like sugar. So good. My dad thought it was hilarious to go through the drive-thru and or- order an orange sandwich and a chicken drink. He just, he would crack up. He thought that was the funniest joke good ever. Good man. He is a good man. <laughs> anyway, that was, yeah, that's edition. what I grew up Let's, with. <laughs> Let me ask you about uh, restaurants and things that are happening mm-hmm. here, because that's, that's your beat. What yeah. are some of the trends or some of the restaurants you're seeing open or things you want to, like, tell me about that's, like, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but, like, 
like here in Sonoma Valley, I'll give you the primer. Okay. Girl in the Fig has been open 25 years yes. and they're doing like their greatest hits of right. all their meals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there's a restaurant called Valley, which is new yes. open opened during, mm-hmm. open during mm-hmm. COVID. Mm-hmm. Great timing, mm-hmm. right? Um, but doing, they're doing very well. Doing very well, yeah. They're, they're They've been in like every national magazine as like the super cool kid restaurant. Exactly. It's wine a, bar. It's a great spot. And what's mm-hmm. interesting, a lot of their wine is actually not from here. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing, you know, they're zigging while others zag or zagging or zigging, mm-hmm. um, like Georgian wines, Hungarian wines, and, mm-hmm. and different things like that. I love uh, what they're doing. I love what they're doing there. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so much happening here right now, and and I find it really fascinating to see a place like Animo that mm-hmm. opened. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, a former taqueria, you know, and people think because it's kind of an upscale restaurant, right? That these people are wealthy and they've got all these backers, but you know, literally the couple were sleeping in the taqueria. Literally sleeping in, in the, the taqueria as right. they were building it. You know, everything is you know was done on a shoestring, and right. you know they've really they've dreamed of having this sort of restaurant. And I love the grill that they have mm-hmm. with the flames going ten feet. When I was there, I kept saying to my friend. This can't be fire code. This cannot be up to code. And I was so worried something was going right. to blow up because the, the flames the were just like going. And I thought, oh my in, gosh, yeah. As somebody who's very familiar with kitchen and fire codes, it I made was you just, nervous. It made me very nervous. But apparently, they it's up to code. So, um, <laughs> which yeah. by the way, you can see the McDonald's from there. Because that's you that's what's funny. It's not in this rarefied mm-hmm. spot surrounded by no, vineyards. I mean, not. not at all. There's a Taco Bell on the other side, mm-hmm. and then Animo. And, yeah. and uh, this guy's from New York, right? Um, yeah. Uh-huh. And they were living in L.A. Um, yeah, he had he was uh, had a ramen place that okay. New York Times called the best ramen in New York. And mm. as tends to happen when a journalist finds your restaurant <laughs> and tells over. everyone, it's over. It's over. Oh, because everybody no. comes and they right. criticize you and you get overwhelmed. And, you know, there's just so many bad things. Mm. Like, it's called the curse of the Michelin star, right? Right, right. So um, that's what happened. He mm. had to close. Um, so they moved so out not, here. I'm just going to delete that from this whole podcast. All we're going to keep in is the McDonald's and the Taco Bell reference. So uh-huh. No one knows about Animo. Right. No, we that shouldn't way. tell anyone yeah. about it. A-N-I-M-O. Uh-huh. I won't talk yep. about it. Um, you know, I was at Kina's Kitchen, which oh, was yeah. the former Picasso. Yeah. And, you know, I think she's just fantastic. And yeah. her pasole was great. And yeah. I just love that family. They do so much cool stuff. It's also stuff. the only, um, it's not tequila. It's mezcal um, mm-hmm. tasting mm-hmm. place in Sonoma uh, because her husband, Salvador, makes mezcal. Right. And and it's a tasting room right there. I thought, that's kind of cool. It's, I mean, how often are you going to go to a Mezcal tasting room? You, exactly. I've got a hundred wineries I could walk to from that's, here, right? That, that's what's but so wonderful. one Mezcal tasting room. Only so. one. Only one. Yes. There's one in Santa Rosa, too. But um, yes, I love Santa Mezcal. Santa Rosa? Why would I leave the island? Santa Rosa's so I far know. away. Santa Rosa's Good Lord, so it's, far away. It's like 12 miles I know. Why am I talking about it? It's you like talking about Napa. cars that can get you there? <laughs> We are not. <laughs> it is the name that we do not speak. Oh, you're funny. Oh, but yeah. You know, um, actually, I just wrote about two um, delicious dish. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you been over there? I have. Well, I haven't eaten. I took. I got takeout, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's good. I love her. I love yeah. Lauren. And well, I went there. Um, I went in, you know, in. And I saw the little backyard, not backyard, but the patio mm-hmm. area that was just adorable. They're doing movies there. But what I really like is, I mean, all, her fried chicken sandwiches are just unbelievably good right right. but i always say um she's a caterer right she has she has all the chops but she's first and foremost a caterer and caterers i think make the best food because they're not 
trying to have their ego involved. And they don't have any magic hands to trick you with, do they? Exactly. Right. And so it's not about like the newest, latest, like cool thing that they are trying to oh. foist on you. It's it's something truly good. And I could eat her ahi poke bowl salad every day. I've, I've, so good. I make poke bowls at home because I'm a child there. Mm-hmm. They're never as good as like restaurant oh. stuff. Never yeah. as nothing is ever as good as restaurant stuff. Well, grilled cheese, Sometimes grilled cheese, grilled cheese. but with do you American have, cheese, it, with American cheese and and uh, Campbell's tomato soup. That's the way it has to, to be. Gen X represent. Oh gosh, um, yeah. So delicious dish, really good. And mm-hmm. I think was she was she expanding or something? She was doing something over there. Um, well, she she has the back patio and she just put up some really cool um, signage. One okay. of them is just like a big open mouth. Uh, it's <laughs> it's hilarious. But um, you know she's she's trying to get people to understand it's not just a pickup place, but mm-hmm. to come you can come. She's expanding her hours Spend some and time stuff. There. Yeah, yeah. Good. Okay, it's a fun place to hang there's, out. There's a new one called. Have you been out to Spread yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have. I have. You've been there. Yes, of course, because you're Ms. of the moment. I right. I would say I've probably been to every new restaurant here. I've probably been to most restaurants here in town. Well, Sonoma Eats hasn't reopened yet, so no, that one soon. is that one is on my list okay. um, to go check out because I didn't get a chance to go there when they were in the previous the spot. spot. Okay. But um, spread, yes, love, love, love. I think that she's doing incredible stuff over there. It's sort of Middle Eastern esque, mm. but with a little bit of her own spin on it. Right, and the. There's a, a garlic sauce called tome. Okay. And it, tomb, sorry, tomb. it's tomb. And it's just a whipped garlic sauce. Mm. And you just want to put it on everything. Okay. It's okay. so delicious. Is it mm-hmm. like an aioli kind of thing? Yeah. Speaking of mayonnaise. It, it is. Yeah. It's kind of like an aioli. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Every culture needs a mayonnaise garlic combination. Don't they? I mean, that's, <laughs> I think they do. that's why I love the um, halal guys. Mm-hmm. We don't have any around here, but yeah. the halal guys, you know, the chicken and rice and you put that creamy white garlic sauce on so top good. and it's just, oh. And then a couple hours later, you cut it in your nose. You're like, oh, that garlic sauce is so good. Oh, but it's I coming back it. to remind me. It. You know, it is funny because <laughs> we don't have a lot of like Middle Eastern food. Mm-hmm. Um, there's We're certain, getting there's more. Cuisines. We are getting more, but mm-hmm. there's certain cuisines that we don't quite have that they have in bigger mm-hmm. cities, but then at the same time here you have a lot. Of, you mentioned Calatal slash Mediterranean slash mm-hmm. fresh local. Mm-hmm. We've got that yes, dialed in. in spades. Yes. Yeah, um, but it's sort of like every once in a while, like we need a X restaurant. Chinese. Right? You, okay, what's about Chinese restaurants? This is weird. Uh, Chinese restaurants were big for a long time, mm-hmm. and then they they went away, mm-hmm. and, and now they're. Thai, like I think Thai became Chinese. Thai became Chinese. Then Vietnamese became Thai. Exactly. Right. And and so all of them have been watered down. All of them have become kind of Americanized. Right. Well, I've, and that makes sense, though, right? Because you kind of have to adapt to the audience. You and do the culture. I'm guessing you do. It's it's disappointing when you have yeah. something. Well, you know, this is interesting. Just to get off this, go slightly. We're going to just right. take a slight de- detour right. here. But a lot of times chefs will open a restaurant with a menu that is fascinating and intriguing and fun and different. Mm-hmm. And within a month or two, they it'll just, just they, they it's it the back. same stuff that everybody else has. But what if they have like a secret menu? Do some of them do that? Like they keep, let's say whether it's like an, an ethnic restaurant, you know, an ethnic, of course, just is, is relative to whatever the dominant culture is. Mm-hmm. But um or like even a, a old favorite restaurant. Are there any restaurants that have like secret, like it's, they have it, but they're not telling you about it. Yes. It depends. Are you able to talk it depends. About it? <laughs> no. Oh my God. No, that's not true. I will tell you that pretty much every chef has some foie gras tucked away somewhere. Is that, are we allowed to have 
Are we allowed to have foie gras again? I don't. I keep getting confused. It's on and off and on and off and it's on. It's sort of like on. cannabis, but cannabis is definitely legal. It is, but, but people get really upset about foie gras. It just makes right, people okay, because really, know, really upset. It is the liver of a duck uh, that has often been fed. Uh, force-fed. Force-fed gavage, I think, mm-hmm. or something. Yes. So, so that's true. Really you usually have some foie gras somewhere tucked away for their special friends. Oh, it's like a friends. secret thing. Like, you ask, like, can I have table 12, please? And then, like... The chef comes out. Again. No, it's Did usually you say table twelve. No, <laughs> they don't give it to everyone. They only give it to you if they oh, trust I got you. you. Okay, well, uh-huh. okay. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, I always love it because one of the fun parts about my job is that you know the chefs right. will sometimes bring out something that they're testing or that oh, they right. okay. want me to check out, and I always find that to be really fantastic. Except if it doesn't taste good, and they ask mm. me for my opinion, mm. and I kind of go. Uh, Do you handle that by saying, you know, I maybe I won't write about this yet, and that kind of but yet means like. It's on a journey. Yes. I'll, sometimes I say this isn't quite ready for prime time. Okay. But, um, you know, I like, I love that you made the attempt. You know, I used to be more, more forward and just say, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't really care for that. Right. Or this just was not my favorite thing. And I would get really angry responses from a chef saying, like, mm. you're wrong. You don't know. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. And so I just stopped doing it. Okay. okay. Yeah. But I can tell you a restaurant, whether it's going to stay open or not. Right. In probably the first 15 minutes, depending on the font of the menu. So if you have a bad font on your menu, <laughs> hold on, I'm killing. Okay. I'm not, I'm stop, not stop. kidding you. Heather Irwin's theory of fonts and restaurant viability presented mm-hmm. by Heather Irwin. Go. Yes. Um, if you have a menu that has bad fonts, you know, <laughs> ugly fonts, then you will, you will immediately fail because you don't, okay. you clearly haven't put a lot of thought into it mm-hmm. and don't, you know, you, I can tell you every restaurant I've really? ever been to with a menu with a bad font. Okay. Gone. Serifs? Are those like... A, like? It doesn't matter if it's serif or sans serif. What it is is, <laughs> you know, like the, the, the ones that are really, really bad. Like uh-huh. the... Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. The ones that are uh, silly I, and kind of like... Right. Yeah. Because I always thought also like clean bathrooms... Indicator of attention to detail, usually. Again, that is very true. If right. you go into a dirty bathroom, you're in trouble. You're like, go. So, but I didn't think about the font thing, but which is funny mm-hmm. because having also worked in writing world, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've had many yelling fights over fonts. Mm-hmm. Like literal, like, you're an idiot. There's no way we're using Arial when clearly right. this is a, a, a Times New Roman case. This <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> times calls for the times. New Roman bold. I know. Um, we are font nerds, but it matters. It right. matters. So chefs, uh, when they go to culinary academy, should spend a little bit of time in design school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or hire a actually, designer, you know? No, actually, this is actually a good point because you're, you're actually talking about the experience of dining. Too. You're not talking about the food, but the experience. And I'm not saying my eyes are getting older, <clears throat> but I've noticed oh, man. sometimes maybe the lighting. Uh, no. Yeah. So menus that you can read that are legible mm-hmm. are probably a pretty valuable way to keep a certain demographic. Demographic. Yeah. Well, you know, that are just handing out reading glasses with the menu. <laughs> cheaters. I have, I have a, actually a pair of Pansnez yeah. uh, cheaters oh, in my, in my wallet so I can just pull them I out. I would like I you to have them. a monocle. I would like a monocle. And just pull it, or, or a jeweler's loop. <gasps> and you just like pull it. You know, I've been on a quest to bring back the monocle. <laughs> it's it's something that's a passion. Okay. Something I'd okay. really like you to You and the Monopoly some... guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Planner's Peanut guy. <laughs> the Planner's Peanut guy. And I think there's a British magazine called Monocle or something. But yeah, okay, you've got it. You can Monocles bring it back. Monocles are, they're, they're just classy. There's some steampunk class. Some steampunk is ready. He's like, finally, <laughs> steampunk and restaurants together. <laughs> 
<laughs> they can do it. You know, we do sound old, though, um, when we're the people who are like, it's too loud in here, no, and okay. the light's too dim, it and I can't loud. see the menu. And it's too, <clears throat> and I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. I think restaurants that are too dim, though, are hiding bad cleanliness. Right? I'm sort of like saying... You need to clean a little bit better if there's probably dust bunnies and that's why you're hiding it. Because okay. I've worked in bars uh-huh. and they're f- super fun and mm. they're great. But when you go there in the morning oh. to open up and you're like, yeah, and you're like, <laughs> Jesus, I can't believe people hang out here. When the lights come on <laughs> at 2 a.m. You're like, you're this like, is Ooh. a bad idea. <laughs> I have made a horrible mistake. Um, I think it's supposed to be romantic. Oh, the romantic lights are down low. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's okay. That's, that's probably true. Okay. No, but I don't like it either. <laughs> I can't see my food either. And I love to take pictures of my food right. and everything comes out blurry and ugly. And no, right. I, I would like to enjoy. Okay. You know, that's part of eating is Outdoor, eating with uh, your eyes. Right. Okay. There you go. You eat I with think, your eyes. I think part of the Sonoma uh, way thing, I don't know what the word is, but like the, the, the way we present our food, oftentimes they have like the outdoor picnic table underneath an oak tree in a vineyard. That's the classic stereotypical sure. mm-hmm. picnic thing, but mm-hmm. food does look good that way with natural it looks light. Beautiful and and it's fresh mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. It is a total cliche. It is a cliche, I but mean, it's a cliche for a reason. I've been shooting those photos for like 15, 16 years now. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, and that's the thing is like when you go to a restaurant that really takes care on the plating technique, mm-hmm. you know, and and they they you know make sure that it's expedited properly, and you're getting this plate of food that looks beautiful, that smells mm-hmm. good, that you know has all the elements. You kind of realize, okay, I'm just paying thirty eight dollars for this. But there's a reason why. Right. You know, it's it it's not it. something that's just like thrown on a plate. And again, how that I makes me so on. sad when the food is just all icky and brown yeah. and thrown on a plate. And so, oh. It's not your favorite. It's not worth the calories. It's just <laughs> oh, not. It's you. just not worth yeah, it. the calorie investment. I see what you're saying. And I am. I have gotten a little bit more like that. What's his name? That Anton guy um, from Ratatouille, the okay. critic. Yeah. Yeah. And um, if, if it, yeah, it doesn't go in my mouth if I don't, if it doesn't look right or it doesn't <laughs> look good. It's yeah, just yeah. like, no, nope, nope, Done. nope, nope. Done. No, thank you. Um, for people who are coming to visit Sonoma, mm-hmm. what are some things they should try restaurant-wise or, or food-wise that you think... You know, like they, they call you up like, hey, Heather, I'm coming in. I'm your old buddy from Girl Scouts. Oh, my gosh. That is the, then, that's always such a hard question. Don't you hate me. that one? It's always um, like, which kid's your favorite? Yeah, because, well, I do. Don't answer that one. Favorite. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they always ask me, who's your favorite? And I'm like, the other one. Well, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just mess with them. Um, you know, there's so many great things. I always like to tell people about things that are off the beaten path. Like Juanita Juanita is like oh, yeah. the greatest, you know, bur- the garlic burrito. And, you know, it's just not not something that you would usually go to. Um, Across the street from a gas station on the outside of town. Exactly. Right by right. Delicious Dish. Um, but I also love a restaurant like Layla, mm. Um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, just beautiful. And you get all the all the good stuff and you sit outside and it's lovely. Um, I, I think Valley is a really interesting sort of different experience with the wine and a pretty you know minimal menu but mm-hmm. done beautifully pretty clean inside it's not yeah it's you don't have and you don't have like 400 people in there nope. you don't have all right. the tourists and right, right, right. um i think that that's really wonderful so i just think there's so much here you know and again like out in agua caliente when you've got um you know sonoma eats is coming mm-hmm. back and you've got the spread kitchen um even going out to like Glen Ellen Star, I, I do tell people about Glen Ellen Star. Glen Ellen Star, Star is funny because consistently fantastic. 
It, it, it really is. And they <laughs> get a know. lot, you know, they get a lot of celebrities there. Oh, do they? They do. They do. And that's, that's something I also love to know is sometimes I'll ask the chefs like, so right. who's been in lately? Right. Um, and one thing that we're really good about in Sonoma County is not outing the right. celebrities. Right. And they like that. Um, I always say Napa is where you go to be seen and, mm-hmm. and Sonoma is where you go to hide and just exactly. go to the farmers. Because I was at the, far, yeah. I was at the, at the Hillsburg Farmers Market, I think, when um, I keep calling her Giardia. I know. What's her name? Giada. Giada. De Laurentiis. Giardia. <laughs> Whoops, that's a whole different thing. I know. But she, I was like doing that thing. I'm like, God, that lady looks oddly familiar to me. And you know, and then cause she's like a little tiny person too. And then uh, I'm like, oh, that's that lady from that show. And so, right. Like she's just up there, you know. But you weren't up there like, hi, 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 hi. No, I'm actually really bad. I don't watch um, food shows very well. Mm-hmm. I don't like, like those kind of food shows. Yeah. For some reason, it's just not my thing, mm-hmm. but uh, you've seen the bear, right? This, the uh, Hulu. Oh, I stress you. Have you worked in a kitchen? No. Oh, I've worked in kitchens cause I majored right. in English. So I was unemployable for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> so kitchens will hire anybody. I mean, I've been walking. Right. Right. Um, it was stressful. That movie, I was like, oh my gosh, I know people like that. That movie right? was nonstop stress. Or TV stress. show, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Nonstop. Yeah. And I've been in around enough <laughs> kitchens to know that yeah. that culture is really brutal. Yeah. Um, and have a lot of friends that are chefs, especially women chefs, mm, who mm. are just sort of like, yeah, that's exactly how it is. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that that show was, I think it was stressful on many levels. There was right. a lot of yelling. There were a lot of expletives. A lot. A lot. Um, my son it, was watching it, and yeah. I'm like, he's like, you're not 18, 17. I'm like. Well, and he's like, Dad, I work in a kitchen. I'm like, I know, but don't talk like that. <laughs> we don't talk like don't, that. Don't follow any of these patterns. Yes, these that there's there's some dysfunction there, there for is. sure. Um, but the it, it has a great end, and I hope that there will be. A I season haven't finished two. yet, so don't tell me. What I'm happened. not going to tell okay. you. Okay, but it's great. Does he eat a bear? No, I'm just trying to get. No, don't tell no, me. What happens. Don't no. tell me what happens. No, I, do, I The only thing is, I don't know why it's called the bear. I mean, I kind of do, At but the beginning there was like a bear imagery. Which yeah, that part okay. was a little bit maybe flimsy. There's some more I think seasons going on. maybe maybe who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a whole it's getting a whole different way. But also that was filmed in Chicago, yeah. and I went to school in Chicago, and I miss that authenticity and mm. that comfort food and that sort of warmth and generosity. And oh my gosh, I miss deep dish pizzas so you know what? badly. I'm, for Chicago, you go to Greektown and they have these menus that are like this big. Oh, right. They're like these stacks, like five uh-huh. inches. There's 4,000 <laughs> things on the menu. Like, if you go to the Chinese section, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no. Like who's eating? Is who's this eating Dino's Acropolis? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Okay. There's only four things that they actually have, though. I know. I know. You know, we don't have that. so if you order that, you know, they're just they're they throw up it. their hands and uh, order it from next door. Um, I've got okay. Before this has been awesome. I love talking to you, but we have to get into trends. Trends. We get into trends. trends. I'm going to ask you some questions, and and maybe you can tell me if these trends are happening or not. Okay. Because okay. I ask people, like, what's a trend? Because you you write about trend in writing. I the do. trend is your friend. The trend is your friend. One is a point, two is a line, three is a trend. And the second you see a trend, right, from when I do my marketing, I'm like, this yep. is the hot new trend. That is it. That's that rule of three for it's sure. When you, three. yeah, yeah. So, absolutely. Ready? Mm-hmm. We just mentioned Yuzu. Yuzu. I love Yuzu. Okay. What is Yuzu? It <laughs> is like a yam or something? No, 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 no. It's um, it's a Japanese citrus that's a cross between kind of like a lemon and an orange. Oh, okay. And they're very good. They're very tasty. Um, used in a lot of Japanese cuisine. Uh, okay. But um, I actually saw at Trader Joe's, they have a hot Yuzu sauce, I believe. Okay. okay. Which looked pretty good. But okay. um, yeah, the Banshin. So, so Yuzu's in. Yuzu's in. Sorry. Yes, in. But that's okay. But what's that? In. Isn't there like a purple... 
yam like thing that um, they, um, ume, um, um, it's yeah, I'm mixing o- it up. Ube, yeah. you know what I'm talking ube, ube, something ube? like that. I'm okay, that's I, was, I know what up. you're talking about. That is like a yam or a sweet okay. potato, and it's purple, and it doesn't have a ton of flavor. I see it in like smoothies and stuff and random. It's things. a thing now. Okay. Yeah, we could just do like food that has you in it. Okay, is avocado toast out or is it in? That's a tough one because mm. avocados are obviously there's a shortage and a lot of people say they're not sustainable. So if you're oh. on that bandwagon, no. Grown in, some of them are grown in California. Some are grown in California. Some are a lot are in Mexico, which is controlled by like yeah, narco by, avocado. Yes, exactly. Controlled by like cartels That's and stuff. That's crazy. Like Walter uh, White of avocados. Apparently. Okay. Yes. Okay. So so I do like avocado toast, though, but I like mine as it's like a really good one that has all kinds of sprouts and good things piled up on top oh, okay. with like a really thick piece of red. Okay. <laughs> like a pile of red. In there. Mm. What about lavender? Culinary lavender. Oh, gross. Look at you. Yeah. Really? I hate it. Wasn't it a big thing to put in cookies for a while? It, like People put cookies. it in Spences. everything and it's yeah. disgusting. It tastes like soap. Lavender should not be in food. It should be in soap. It should be in soap. And doilies and a bed and breakfast somewhere. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Not in food. Are tacos out? No. Tacos are, are always in. Tacos are always in. Always. Because I'm trying to promote, I think, tortas are the new tacos. A little bit heftier. And I'm, I had two tacos last night. Like a night, wet so. one? Oh, I love those. Torta yeah. ahogado. A uh-huh. drowned ta- torta. They, uh, down the street, they have place. Yeah. So it's uh-huh. from Jalisco. Oh, my gosh. But it's a I commitment. Mm. Tortas are a commitment. They are. They're like filling. They're, they're very when filling. I, when I was a younger man, uh, they were a, a, an affordable <laughs> way for me to eat a huge lunch. Okay. I would get a torta and it was great because it was like so cheap. Uh-huh. Uh, this is on on the south side of Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? You go down to the south side. Wait, you guys no, had tacos? And- there was actually a growing. It's kind of funny. I have a oh. whole theory of Mexican food. By the okay. Way. But uh, yeah, the, uh, a lot of people had gone past Chicago to Milwaukee to gotcha. work up there. Mm-hmm. So there was a small... Uh, part of town that reminded me of where I grew up in San Jose, and oh, I was gotcha. like, "Awesome tacos! This is fantastic!" So I ordered tortas there. So oh, they were like four dollars. I was in graduate school before I knew that San Jose was not pronounced San Jose, <laughs> and I had my first taco when again I was probably older than I should have been. I grew up in the Midwest. We didn't yeah. eat tacos. Taco Tuesday. Well, except That's for the ones cheese. that came in the box. <laughs> Mom made the ground oh, hamburger. Taco Tuesday. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Little powders. Uh huh. Oh. McCormick seasoning. Gross. Why did we do that? <laughs> yeah. Lots of sour cream. Wait, you had your first taco like in San Jose? Is that what you're saying? No, I had my first taco in uh, Washington, D.C. with a friend who was from Southern California. Okay. See, now this, that breaks my rule. You should never order Mexican food past Chicago, just like you shouldn't get a lot of Caribbean food on the West Coast. Now, there are good some point. good Caribbean places good like, point. like Soul good Food point. and stuff like that. Yeah. But just the, the number and the... And the yeah. Makes sense. Like Makes in sense. Boston, just don't get a burrito. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> just don't do it. Don't but if you it. want Dominican food, yeah, do that. In Boston, you're going to be a good spot. That makes sense. Is pizza in or out? Pizza is in and out. <laughs> I'm going to give you both. Like Rob has Il Fuoco, which is a fantastic pizza yes. place here uh-huh. in the Valley. Yes. Pizza Lea in Windsor. Uh, pizza Lea, you, yes. You mentioned the pizza place. There's the different pizzas. So, you know, I'm really into, I'm actually, again, I've been dying for a deep dish pizza. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to find around mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I love the Neapolitan. There's so many kinds of pizzas. That's okay. that's why I said yes and no. Got you got it. the Neapolitan pizzas with mm-hmm. the thin crust. You've got the thick crust. You've got all those different things. Uh, but people are really getting uh, creative with the toppings. And that's mm-hmm. what I like. Okay. Mm-hmm. Should pepperoni, though, be cupped or should it be flat? Cupped. Okay. 
Catch the grease. For sure. Yeah, it's the way to do it. I hate to say this, but Mountain Mike's has the best cupped pepperoni. See, and that's okay to do that. I, I, I'm sorry. It's, it's, you know, I'm sorry to all the chefs who use, you know, cured meats that yes, they raised in their right. own barn and all that. Poor animal. Of the yeah. FFA no, I mean, it. uh, seriously. Like, and Mary's here in town has cupped pepperoni. I'm like, that's just, it holds the grease. It's <laughs> it like holds, a little cup of grease. It's so delicious. Oh, it is. Um, here's a boomerang trend. Like it came back maybe. Yeah. Is baked Alaska back? I've heard so much about baked Alaska. Yes. Being back. Although I've not seen it on menus. Have you? No. It's like the ghost trend that no one sees. Right. (gasps) Maybe that's the whole thing. We make a trend by talking about it, but no one actually eats it. Nobody actually eats it. So baked Alaska, if I recall, I think is like there's ice cream, Mm -hmm. but there's like a meringue and you put it in the the oven and like broil it or something. I remember my sister trying to make this once in the eighties at home and it ended exactly how you think it would. Uh, a big mess. <laughs> but you know what? Fried ice cream, however, mm. fried ice cream has never gone away. Never. So it's kind of like the poor man's baked Alaska. And, okay, and going sideways here, the Sonoma County Fair started, I think, yesterday or today. Yes, it did. And all the fried food. You you every year would do this. Big. I've done it for 16 years. Are you going to do it again? did not do it this year. Okay. Just because the doctor said, Heather, I don't think you got another one in you. Literally, you, that you, is true. If you eat that much potatoes that are fried in a spiral. That, I, it's true. My blood pressure got Snickers. so high that I had <laughs> to go to urgent care this weekend. <laughs> oh, no. I'm serious. Oh, no. And um, no, I'm fine. Drink but um, yeah, yeah it's got, it got so high that I had to beg off this year. I'm like, okay. I cannot... I cannot do fair food Get this one year. of those 22-year-olds that worked for you guys for That's three weeks. That's what we did. Yeah, yeah. Colin Tage did it. Yeah, great. Yeah. I'm sure it's great. Yeah. Oh, it's it wasn't as good as what I would have <laughs> done. But no. <laughs> well, I remember like the fair, the food, they had the fair food, and then down at the Sonoma. So Sonoma County Fairgrounds are in Santa Rosa, which is just off the island of Sonoma, uh, or extreme northern Sonoma Valley. Um, <laughs> and there is... What's that festival when all the vegetable hippies come? Oh, yeah. The Heritage. The Heritage Festival. No, Heirloom. Heirloom Heirloom Festival. So their food was all like quinoa and like super crunchy stuff. Oh, really healthy. And it was so funny because I'm like, isn't this the fairgrounds? Like, where's the stick of butter that's been melted and fried in butter? Where is that? Where's the fried Twinkie? Boomerang trend. The French. Is it macaroon or macaron? Macaron. 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 Are those back? I don't think they ever went away. Okay, they're still. Yeah, on. people love those. Well, I don't like them. They all taste the same to me. They do. People blue are like, color, "Oh, this is raspberry. Color, this is this. Color. This is yeah. that." They, it's like jelly beans. They kind of just all taste the same. That's what. Well, do you eat the way I eat them though? Like this. <gasps> uh, That's how I eat my jelly bellies. They're like, "Oh, oh. my kids are like you ate all of them at once." Well, yeah, like, yeah, how, yeah. Why would you do that? I'm supposed to taste make each any... one. You're well, jelly bellies are different than jelly beans. Okay. I mean, jelly bellies are actually really good. They're so good. But yeah, the macarons. I don't know. I don't get it. Fried chicken. <laughs> it's one of those things like bacon. You kind of it's it's so overdone that you mm-hmm. want it to go away, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's so delicious that right. you don't want it to go away. It's possible it's one of the building blocks of our cuisine. It really is. Think about it really that. is. Yeah. yeah, and you know, you guys have some really good fried chicken mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fig had it in, there, in the fig rig. They had fried chicken. And oh yeah. A couple other places. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a fried chicken sandwich. I think I mean, you kind of can't go wrong with fried chicken. Although the one pet peeve I have is one when they leave the bone in it um, like oh, right. a, in a sandwich and you're just like right. how am I supposed to eat that? No. The other thing is when it's like three inches of meat that's like It's too so much. Thick. So chicken breasts have gotten too big. They have gotten way too big. They're not natural or whatever mm-hmm. and I think you're right. You have to have like it's got to be flat. The sandwich. breading to meat ratio has to be just right. Okay. Yes. Otherwise you're just like oh, uh, it's, it's just too much meat. Um, are we still doing local and seasonal or are we just like screw it, fly it all in and 
from Chile? Well, again, this is where this sort of diet I've been on is is making a really big impression on me. Um, a lot of the stuff that's in the regular grocery stores is not seasonal, it's not mm. fresh, mm. it's just not good. Um, so I've been going to the farmer's market, mm. and you know what? You realize that it's always kale season. <laughs> <laughs> So much. It's my always neighbor, radish my season. Gave me a bunch of kale. I'm like, kale. Kale. Kale and zucchini right now. And zucchini. That's right. Yeah. But it kind of makes you realize and appreciate. Like, I got some end of the season raspberries. Mm, oh, so they were good. so good. I do laugh when the farmer's markets sell blackberries because I'm like, you know, you can just go to any railroad track. <laughs> so the Himalayan blackberries brought here by Luther Burbank mm-hmm. and it got out. They, they, yes, they escaped. everywhere in yes. Sonoma County. It's yes. everywhere. It's probably everywhere in the world. They're though. prickery, though. They are. You gotta be careful. When people sell them, I'm like, okay, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd rather buy them pre pre. Well, so you don't have yeah. to get the. I don't have to get all that stuff true. on me. Yeah. Um, is Italian food back as a trend? Because think of it, like going back to Chinese food, mm-hmm. right? Like Chinese food mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. for Americans uh, mm-hmm. at the time, right. the exotic cuisine, mm-hmm. uh, with the exception of the coast, and then it sort of worked its way in. Right. And then Italian food was sort of like this, like also like what what is this, what is this pasta stuff right. that then became so part of American culture, right? Spaghetti and meatballs, right? It's just a thing. Right. But now you're seeing restaurants that are like Italian restaurants, regional Italian, right? So is that right. is that? I think or? it's coming back. I think again, um, Americans sort of get a little nervous when you change anything, and mm. it doesn't have gobs of sauce and stuff on it. <laughs> Can I just put a little more cheese on my cheese? Yeah, Please, I, there's not enough cheese on this. Um, but, you know, I am seeing that it's it's more restrained. Mm. A lot of the Italian food that's this regional Italian food, it's more restrained, less goopy gloppy, mm. you know, more lighter sauces, um, vegetables, things like that. Um, although I am on a search for a good focaccia because I find it very hard to find here. Right. Fugasa, whatever you call it. There's that place in San Francisco. People would line up for focaccia around the corner. Really? And it was yeah, as a bakery in North Beach back okay. back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking for that and a great Philly cheesesteak. Again, I think okay. So, <clears throat> just like there are regional accents and there's lines, that you get, I don't think a Philly cheesesteak can happen here. It can't, it's like bagels. It's true. I know I make someone mad about this, but like we were talking to to Matt Vlano the other day about like bagels are from New York, right? And yes, we have bagels. No, we don't have. But they don't taste the way bagels taste. They're, no, it's not the same. People have tried really hard. And Ethel's bagels in Paloma is pretty good. But right. no, you're right. I mean, I used to get Sorry. a bagel every morning when I lived in Manhattan. Right. And you just and you just say plain with butter. You don't <laughs> have to, you know, right. say anything else. And it's the most delicious thing you've ever had. But I think you can approximate it, though. Right. And so, I just have a craving for a Philly cheesesteak. Okay. Well, we'll see who makes a Philly cheesesteak for you. It's, it's like weird cheese. It's not real cheese on there. It's no, like I know. Cheese. That's kind of why I like it, though. <laughs> it's like the nacho cheese, you oh. know? Oh. So I do have a friend, oh, Jacqueline, if stuff. you ever listen to this, she makes uh, that, that awful queso stuff that starts with a jar and she does something mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. And we would <laughs> we never have this stuff in my house, but when she has it at her house, I just like devour it's it. It's so good. I think it's like 95% chemicals, though. Well, it's like the stuff that comes in the giant can. Big old number 10 can of cheese. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, have you ever had to like work the snack bar at a baseball, like oh, a yeah. kid's baseball oh, yeah. game? Mm-hmm. And you get to eat all the nacho cheese that you could possibly so, ever okay, want? Okay, so I was trying to come up with new, I was in the snack bar. I'm like, hey guys, what we should do is, you know, we sell uh, Slim Jims and we sell hot dogs. But what if we put two Slim Jims in a hot dog and come up with nacho <laughs> cheese? And, like we need to come up with like our own, you have to have a signature dish. Of course. Right? And they're of like, course. they're like, you can't volunteer anymore. I'm no. like, no, we got to come up with a name with this. 
it's the triple play dog. Yeah. Right? And people are going to like come that yeah. aren't even at the baseball game. They're going to be like, <laughs> I up. heard about this so hot I dog. I better pull over. Right. Yeah. Then you can make a lot of money, too. Thank you. And support the I believe in you. Thank you. I believe in you. Um, Heather, thank you for appreciating me. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, if people want more uh, information about, let's just first about the Sonoma Family Meal. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me what that website is? Uh, SonomaFamilyMeal.org. Dot .org. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the, the nonprofit you started that provides food mm-hmm. uh, from local chefs to people in need. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming they can take donations. Uh, yes, money. we can. Yes. yes. So we're people... always looking for donations. Yes, okay. we're actually trying to buy a generator right now. A generator. The power never goes out in Sonoma County. Why on earth would you need <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That yep. makes sense. Yep. Um, and then if people want to read what you write, because you mm-hmm. are charming and you're funny, and and Thank podcast you. great, but I'm sure you also write stuff. So how do they find? I, I do. Call? Most journalists are very nervous about actually talking because we tend to try to think our words through. Um, <laughs> so I've just been right. doing it a lot, so I, right. I've gotten over my stage fright a little bit. Um, you can find my stuff. Is that what you asked me? Yeah, I lost my train of thought. I lost my train of thought thinking about how myself. Do I, how do I find Bike Club Bite online? Uh, so a lot of my stuff is on Sonoma Mag. Dot com okay. uh, that comes out in Sonoma Magazine and on PressDemocrat.com. Yeah. I'm pretty easy to find. You can find it there. I think you are one of the top clicks. I know that for a fact. So yes. at least, at least on my People opinion. love food. People love food and love talking about food. Mm-hmm. And they know the history there. So, mm-hmm. hey, I want to thank you for dropping by. Thank this you. Is, this has been great to have you. And uh, I miss you. I know. Well, you know. We don't see each other often the enough. Island. It's <laughs> if you are on the island, yes. drop off. Well, mm-hmm. I'll be back because we're gonna have more conversations about food and what's happening and, and cooking, and, and I gotta find out more about what's what's happening with the Sonoma Family Meals as that develops and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. we'll get you here. And if anybody else has any other questions about Sonoma Valley, go to sonomavalley.com and make sure you like, comment, subscribe, or whatever it is the kids are doing nowadays, or TikTok dance or something uh and then please go check out heather Irwin's stuff it is called bike club it's at pressdemocrat.com and sonoma magazine which i'm probably obligated to tell you you can always subscribe to which will make steve so happy that i said that so (laughs) thanks everybody we'll see you next week